What's up, Carlos? Thanks for hopping on the podcast. Well, hi, Rich. You caught me by surprise. I was about to start doing some push-ups and some sit-ups here. I'll just, uh, I'll just have to reschedule. <laughs> is that what you're doing while this whole coronavirus situation is taking place? Uh, well, yeah, you got to stay fit, you know. Actually, it's funny you say that because that is actually what I've been doing. I got a punching bag and I just hit it all day long. It shows, man. Congratulations. Maybe actually, I think I hurt my hand on my wrist, but I'm too scared to go to the doctor now. <laughs> no, forget about it. Just save it till like May, May or June. So, oh yeah. Let's, so let's get let's get going on this. My first question for you is: How's this as an attorney? How's this affecting you specifically? Well, it's uh, it's it's being ex expressed in a whole bunch of different ways. People are very cautious. A lot of people they they want to hold on to what they have, whether it's assets or cash. Uh, of course, everyone's to, everyone wants to stay home for now. And that really reduces the interaction among parties. So there is a lot of transactions um, that are not going to happen for now. And other ones are kind of on hold. It's just that there's also uh, an epidemic or pandemic of, um, of this kind of stuff. It's, uh, I think it's affecting everyone a little bit. Uh, of course, the restaurant business, you can see them. Uh, a lot of our clients in the uh, hotel and restaurant business, they had to start by suspending the contracts, which is mm -hmm. a window that's already closed. And they've also doing, they're also doing the 50% um, the uh, cut on hours and uh, that kind of thing. The government passed another bill where they're going to be releasing some of that mandatory and savings fund. It's called the FCL. And so that's going to help uh, workers also and, and some of the businesses kind of stay afloat. And, and, and that's all good. I just think you know, this is only the beginning. Uh, according to the Ministry of Health, the peak is going to be sometime in May. If okay. things remain as they are, it's going to be sometime in May. So we're looking at a, at a few months here of, of low season in the middle of the high season. I can't say that it feels good. I, I, I joke about it, but I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm nervous. I, I definitely am. I need to make money to survive here. And, uh, and markets go up and down. And th but this is, this is something different. This isn't anything that, that I've ever experienced before or any of us have ever experienced before. So I, um, I'm wondering if planes will start flying and, and people start traveling again, think May, June, July, or or if it's just going to keep going on indefinitely, but that would cause, that would cause a big commotion because people are going to get out of the house. People are only going to sit still for so long. That's the reason why I'm talking so much about the food bank, because I know if people know that they have food and their kids are provided for, they'll stay a lot more calm. If, if we don't have people working and everyone's just sitting still for month after month, we really could have a, a situation. Crime's going to go way up and we'll have a lot yeah. bigger problems than just real estate or shops going out of business. Like we really have some stuff. So I'm nervous for more reasons than one, but I'm trying to be optimistic. Uh, security is one of the main concerns that we've, we've noticed on a bunch of these uh, businesses. Uh, I have some clients in the South of Costa Rica that own a big hotel. They sent everyone home because they just, there was no sense in keeping them there and they cut their wages by 50%, which is what they could do for them. 
and they actually beefed up security because they would expect things to become complicated when people start running out of money and there's still no end to this on site and you, if you put yourself in that position then it feels a little bit uh, pessimistic and I'd, I'd rather be a little more optimistic about this but the reality is the main market um, which is the US where most of our clients come from of course Europe and China they're having a way more difficult situation than we are in Costa Rica so in a way we should be pretty grateful we have it this good you know the the biggest thing in Costa Rica has been you know whether you can go to the beach or not and that appears to take most of the discussions and the forums of the community and <laughs> to be fair that that is a big deal yeah, but I gotta tell you, man. If you if you talk to folks in Italy, if you talk to oh, folks yeah, of course, in New York of course. and even China, we've been in contact with clients and all of those different destinations. They would love that to be their main concern right now. Yeah, so you're happy to be here. You feel you're in a good spot. Yeah, I think we have a good. Um, we've been talking with some friends, maybe sometimes exaggerating the uh, circumstances that we could be facing here, and. Costa Rica is the kind of place where if you get hungry, you know, you're, you reach out the window and you can grab a mango or you can go out fishing. Um, I'm not sure about um, some of the fancier stuff, but I mean, Guanacaste is such a rich province. I mean, we have cattle, we have grains and fruit all you need. Um, so I think we have it good. Uh, you know me, I go back and forth to the city all the time and we're actually getting ready because the new measures by the government are going to start taking place in a couple of days so mm. new restrictions starting at 5 p.m they're beefing up basically for easter and they want to keep people at home during easter so what we're going to do is just gonna lock ourselves in the house and i guess watch a bunch of movies read books do crossword puzzles and some of those pastimes from the past also uh, maybe get the guitar out of the case i haven't played it in forever and work on sanity uh, i hope people make an effort to stay healthy and happy both of those at the same time right i am um, i was just going to ask you what's it like in the city and that whole environment it sounds like it sounds like Quite frankly, it sounds like it's a lot better to be here, but we don't want the people from the city to come out here. The city, man, it's it's unavoidable. It's 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 a big monster that it's all around you. So wherever you go, there will be people. Unfortunately, the agents that will get you infected are people. You know, if people if people are going around touching things or grabbing things or talking to you or standing too close to you, then you're kind of at risk. Actually, you are at risk. Yeah, you are at risk. In Nasara, um, that seclusion is actually one of our fortes. You know, whenever you want to be secluded, whenever you want to have that privacy, whenever you want to focus on your family and kind of block the rest of the world, Nasara gives you that possibility. And it gives you that possibility every day of the week. And now in these special circumstances, I think is a very, very strong point that we have in the community you now so you know whenever you want to keep to yourself you just do that and people don't even come looking for you 
you know, a few days go by and no one sees you and no one start asking questions. Hey, whatever happened to Rich? He might be at home doing sit-ups and push-ups. <laughs> Normally not. Normally I'm working somewhere and moving a hundred miles an hour. This, this whole situation has given me an opportunity to reconnect with the family and focus on health for once in a really long time. And I'm grateful for that. And I'm, like I said, I'm cautiously optimistic, but I'm also scared, man. I think a lot of, I think a lot of businesses are not going to survive this. And I think it's going to have an effect on next season too. And I'm not like trying to bum anyone out. I'm just trying to be a, a, a little bit realistic. Borders closing is a big deal. Like we, I, I can't think of any time that's ever happened, at least that I'm aware of. So I think it's going to take a minute for things to get going. But then again, I could be wrong. As soon as planes start going again, things could take off for all I know. I, I really have no idea. Yeah. You know, I was talking to uh, one of our neighbors there at the, at the shopping center. And boy, we came up with this awesome idea that once this is over, the world is going to be like baby boomers part two everyone's going to experience this new happiness or this sense of relief and everyone's going to go out there and travel and invest and buy things and have kids by the bunch. Um, I, I think you can expect a baby boom in about nine months yeah, anyway. I bet on that one. I would bet on that one for sure. Yeah. But also the uh, commercial effect of increase in happiness and that kind of thing, or the sense of happiness that comes after such an ordeal. And we'll, we'll see. We really hope it is that way. Maybe we're being too optimistic. I got to tell you, maybe the best way to approach this thing is to be, like you said, realistic. And if anything happens along the way that is actually better, is welcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good points. Uh, no one, no one knows. I think is this one. Is this one of the only times the whole world's basically been in wait and see mode? You think? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember anything like this in the past. I mean, it's, it's just a combination of a bunch of really undreamed of and unforeseeable situations. I mean, if we could think about a bad situation at borders, at the borders a few years ago, we had with all the mm -hmm. uh, African um, migrants at the Costa Rican and Panama border and uh, the Nicaraguan border. So we had a situation at the borders. There was a health scare with the SARS some years ago. Um, Swine flu, Ebola, and a yeah. couple others. But not, nothing has been this universal to where everywhere is affected from Russia, the East, the West, the whole thing. And our economy, yeah, you, you nailed it earlier. Our economy really is contingent, I'd say, on the States more than anywhere else. So I'm anxious to see how it goes there. Like, I know... The cities are having a tough time and there's going to be a lot of loss of life, which is horrible. Um, but closing the border seems like it was a good decision. Actually seems like it could have happened a little earlier. Seems the driving restrictions and that type of stuff have been tightening up a, ever a little bit, a little bit. It seems like every couple of days, have you noticed that it kind of started from midnight till five, then it went down. I think to 10 or, you know, down, then now we're down to like five to five with the plate ending in this number. So 
I've been feeling the news coming. I've been thinking that maybe over the next couple of weeks it'll tighten up. But again, that's a guess. But I'm I'm expecting things to tighten up before they loosen up. That's for sure. Especially with some Santa. That's a just really bad luck as yeah. far as that goes. There are rec- recommendations on the table for a total shutdown for two weeks. That's already been discussed. And I guess the Costa Rican Medical Union made their own recommendation in writing to close down for two full weeks of mandatory quarantine. Uh, they ta- they're taking this thing very seriously. Um, I think... You think people can... Before you go on, do you think people are going to be cool with it? Because right now, we just now got to where people are kind of hanging at home. Do you think people could handle like a two-week full shutdown? Do you think people will cooperate? I think it would be very helpful. I think we might be able to help this curve to kind of plateau and start going down. I don't know if people can handle it because we have never done this before. Um, I, I don't know if you remember when um, Jane's Addiction came out with that, Jane says, with the steel drums, with the Jamaican steel yeah. drums. Yeah. That was the last time my mind has been blown like this. <laughs> my mind is blown right now with everything that's going around. Are you scared at all? Or do you just feel confident that everything's fine and no matter what happens, it'll be what it'll be? It'll be what it'll be, but we got to make an effort here. Uh, We're going to pull through. Um, I've only been in Osara for about three and a half, maybe four years at the most, but I do uh, pick up and I really feel that sense of community where people are ready to help each other and the food bank is just another way. And you'll never go hungry in Osara, uh, to quote my friend Nick. And I, I think we're gonna make it. There will be some casualties, and I'm not speaking people. I hope we don't have any casualties, human casualties um, in Osara. But there, some of the businesses in the area are really gonna have a tough time surviving the first couple of months, let alone the rest of it. Because as a business, the toughest part is gonna come after the next couple of months. If you had any kind of residual income or any kind of residual, maybe transactions or revenue that you were, that you were sitting on, then that's, that's gonna stop because I don't think the US is gonna reopen borders until they're 100% healthy. You know, and, mm. and I don't think Costa Rica is going to reopen borders for Americans or Italians or Chinese or whatever until it is proven that they're healthy. And you know, if, if they do travel, they will be quarantined. And just today, massive fines were approved um, for people who are actually supposed to be in quarantine and they're found to be out and about and people are supposed to be isolated for for the virus. It's and to address your your initial question, where whether the Costa Rican government is being, you know, is doing this right or not, I think they're gradually kind of easing people into it. I think they already know where they want to be, but the general population won't like it. So they're trying to do it little by little. It definitely seems that 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 theory makes sense. And um Who's to say that's a bad idea? 
because if you just do broad sweeping reforms with no buy-in, a lot of times the, the, the quickest way to get someone to do the wrong thing is to, is to basically tell them what they can't do. So yeah. as soon as, as soon as we told people, Hey, you can't go on the beach. A lot of people went to the beach and, and social media is still lit up. And I want to spend too much time on it. But the point is when you tell people <laughs> they can't do something, often that's the first thing. They got thing you where it hurt, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a, uh, surfing's a big release. Uh, not just for me, for a lot of people. And, yeah. But that being said, I fully support the closing of the beaches. I don't think people should be going out there, not with Samana Santa coming. And for all the people oh online, God. I'll go ahead and go online saying this. For all of you online who are complaining and saying, your rights are being taken away and yada, yada, yada. Just, it's not about you and your particular right. It's about the example you're setting for all the other people who will do it too. So with yeah. Samana Santa coming, if they see three people out there, then there's going to be 300. If there's going to be 300, then there's going to be more. So I, I'm glad that they are shutting down the beaches and I can't believe I yeah. heard that sentence out loud, but I, I actually am glad right now. I'm glad they did it by law. And they did it as a very stern and strict order coming from all the way to the top because it cancels the debate yep. between us, you know, just a general folks, you know, we're, we're not arguing anymore, really, because, geez, man, it's the law. Forget about it. I mean, you might be a, a well-heeled, <coughs> big wheel, very smart, maybe Nobel Prize winner kind of smart guy. And you could have all the arguments to keep the beach open, but it's the law and you got to observe it and you're not above that. So I'm very glad that came so we don't have to keep fighting over it. Um, Just in front of Samana Santa too. That's, that was the, that was the big reason why I was such a proponent is Samana Santa's crazy. Samana Santa's crazy. And you can tell people they can't go anywhere and they'll, Right now, I got to tell you, one of the main concerns in the city is people are going to take to the mountains because the beaches are closed. Mm. But the government does not want that either. It's just as risky. It's real. Oh, yeah. Jeez. It, it, strange times, man. Strange times. Well, hey, I appreciate you coming on and giving your insight. Yeah. Um, while you have this platform, are there any messages or thoughts you'd like to share, get out there um, that people need to hear? Stay healthy and stay happy. That's all. Just as important. We appreciate it, Carlos. Thanks, man. And um, yeah, man. oh, real quick, uh, how can people get in touch with you? Website, phone numbers, whatever you want to say, social media. Uh, go ahead and spit that now. Well, you know, the easiest way is probably to go look me up at Cafe Paris, Office 32, and uh, Bislo Nosara. I'll send you a link so you can put it up there. And uh, okay. thank you for letting me speak my mind. And I guess I'll get back to my workout now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry I interrupted your push-up. Mm -hmm.